Like, I think we need to we need to actually make this into a, a two part series right now. A two parter? Yeah, man. I think that I think that people need this. Some free game that we've been giving out that the people need right now, man. So what you think? I dig that. You know, we've never done that before, but I think this is something that uh, it might actually be pretty beneficial. Think so? I think so. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. So we, we're going to conclude this one as a part one, but we definitely got part two coming for y'all. We're about to hit him with like that Netflix, uh, we ain't going to roll it out until a certain time <laughs> type deal, right? Oh. <laughs> part two coming, all right? I love it. I love it. <laughs> Hustle is intact. In fact, my hustle is intact. In fact, my hustle is intact. My muscle tough is the hustle, the numbers is just that. <laughs> and I'ma keep winning and sit back. I love the feeling of killing them with that. Attacking the process, tackling topics, master synopsis. That's the residual impact, yeah. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is your man, Brandon Gio. And your man, Jermichael Moore. And, and we, we are, are the Residual, Residual Impact, Impact Podcast. Podcast. Here we inspire others to find the greatness within themselves. And then go apply to the community. Let's grow. Yes, man. We are back. We are back. We are back for part two. Couldn't get enough. With Miss Autumn Jeanette. <laughs> we are ready for this part of the conversation. Listen. The last conversation was running a bit long, so we wanted to make sure that we, we let the people breathe. We didn't want to give them too much all at once because I don't think they can handle it. <laughs> so we are back with part two with Miss Autumn Jeanette. Autumn, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good, good. How are you feeling? You feeling all right? I feel excellent. I know we've been sitting here for quite some time, but I just wanted to make sure everybody's good. Yes. Mike, you good? Everything's great. Oh, uh, you know, I mean, I can use some money. I mean, if you want to, like, sponsor me or something I'm like not sponsoring anybody. <laughs> but for those of y'all who are listening, hey, if you guys want to sponsor the show, we do have a cash app now. So we do. please feel free to bless the cash app. We will definitely put it up on the screen. And for those of y'all listening to the audios, we will have it linked down below. So bless the cash app. If you be so kind, support your favorite content creators because we are on the up and up. So let's get it. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as y'all know, we had part one where we was talking about a, a lot of good stuff. But I think now it's time to get a little deeper than what we were. You know, um, one thing about Autumn, she said she don't mind. She wanted to get spicy in here. OK, <laughs> she don't she don't like when we just stay surface level. She want us to go underneath the surface because that's where the real real is. OK, and skin I, to skin. And I, ooh, not the, not the, <laughs> the name. Dropped. Come on now. I love that one. <laughs> hey, we were just listening shameless to the song. Plug. So shameless Facts. plug. Be sure y'all check out Skin to Skin. Autumn, where can they find your music? Y'all can find my music on all streaming platforms. So whether it's Spotify, Apple, even SoundCloud, it's all there. So go support. Skin to Skin, out now. Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, hold on. I got it. This just made me think of a question. This is kind of before the spicy part. Or we can segue into the spicy part because of this. How, do you, how does it work when it comes to like people reaching out to you to work with you? And I know sometimes you might get a lot of males that come to work with you. Like, how do you approach that? Because I know that can be like a slippery slope at times. I, I honestly go off of energy. Okay. Like, DJ Noble, it was super organic. And we met. We hit it off. We had great chemistry in the studio. We made great music together. And it's, like, just amazing to work with him. Um, even Von Don, who is a male who's been very instrumental and helping me with my music career 
it's always been such great energy and chemistry. We just work really well together naturally and it just flows. And I love relationships like that. Most of my working relationships are just energy based, Hmm. just energy based, just people who are hungry, who want to work. So with you going off of energy, right? So that means that that me and me and B, we must have some good energy for you to excellent energy with your presence. Yes. Love that. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Ah, thank you. And if you guys were paying attention in the last episode, we did touch briefly on how we met and, uh, Let's just say that, yeah, um, a bunch of like-minded people trying to accomplish one similar goal, that definitely helped us get to this point because, I mean, after that evening, we recorded an episode together. Check out episode 28 of the Residual Impact Podcast if you haven't, featuring the lovely Autumn Jeanette. And then we had to do a follow-up, you know, and uh, it's, it's, I mean, ever since that night, it's just been magic. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Energy's been great all around. I mean, we could even say the same for you because thank we don't you. just work with anybody. Ah, man. I'm honored. Ah, thank you. We appreciate you, yo. <laughs> well, uh, I know that we were talking about this earlier. I know B asked the question, and I'm pretty sure a lot of our male listeners right now, they're wondering the same thing. Are you single? Yes. Ah, shoot. Hold on now. Hold on. Hold on now. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, when I say single, are you single? Because you, we also talked about in the previous episode that when it comes to the talking thing, um, you said that I don't, I'm butchering how much how you say, it, but basically, like you can talk to people until it's like this understanding mm-hmm. of hey, we exclusivity. You know what I mean? So, are you single? Like you ain't talking to nobody, or you got a you got a couple people on a roster that you know you can put Not in the, the game roster. You, you can put them in the game if you want to, <laughs> but they on the bench. Hmm. I guess, yeah, they're on the bench. Are they on the bench? Um, yeah, I'm single, not talking to anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there's people who there's interest, but it's not really something that I'm exploring at the moment. Um, I am open mm-hmm. to dating, but it's just not my priority right now. Like, I have a lot that I need to figure out, like, where am I going to live? <laughs> That's um, important. Yes. Yeah. So I just, it's not my priority. I am chilling right now, honestly. What piques Autumn's interest though? Uh, y'all are going to get tired of me saying this, but energy, chemistry. Mm-hmm. There's just some people that I just hit it off with. I am a very polarizing person. Either you love me or you hate me. And I feel the same way about others. Mm-hmm. If I like you, I love you. If I don't like you, I really don't like you. <laughs> I don't I'm fake. You know, in between. I'm like an all or nothing person, whether it's with my friends or with dating. Like I'm not saying like I love you as in a romantic sense. I'm saying as a human being, if I'm dating you or something, like I care about your well-being. Right. And I care deeply and I just don't. I'm I'm a deep person. I'm not very uh, surface level, so I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's that fair answered. enough. Not I did. Yeah, it definitely did. Yeah. So, <clears throat> last year we did talk about a gentleman that you were uh, seeing because when we when we yes. met you, um, <laughs> there were some questions that came up. Hey, she wanted to be in the hot seat, Uh-oh. so we got to put it back in the hot seat. <laughs> Is she ready? I I know she's ready. It's Autumn. You know what I'm saying? She can handle it. She handled it well the first time. You're right. So you're right. And it's, it's, it's been awesome so far. Like, I, I have no other topics to talk about other than... Oh, I was about to... <laughs> oh, no, go ahead. 
I was going to say, let's get into something spicy. Okay, it's okay. Not, the episode is not spicy enough. Let's ooh, get ooh. into some things. What you got in mind? I don't know. I need y'all to like put me in the hot seat for real. Y'all okay. put me in the hot seat a little bit okay. with the... Oh, sing for us or whatever, but like y'all, y'all not coming with the uh, the heat. Oh, you want to be in the hot I need spicy, y'all to come spicy. with some questions. Okay. Listen, I bet. Check this out. So I know you said you was dating a gentleman, or you have been dating a gentleman for the last three months, right? Yeah. Okay. Let me <laughs> let me ask you this. Now this is for all the fellas that are watching who might be interested in you know getting to know you a little bit better. Are you and the young man that you? Been dating? Are y'all serious, or is it just something like that's kind of up in the air? Is it casual? Like, what's going on? You know, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. Okay. I feel like we're in that gray area where gotcha. it's like, if it's not, I'ma find out real soon. Cause I feel like my feelings are serious, mm. and I you you just can't read people's minds. No, you can't. You know, so it's like, and also guys. I, I try to let them lead. I try to sit back. I try to be like, you know, I'm not forcing nothing. If he wants to take it to the next level, that's on him. Mm-hmm. But I know my feelings are pretty serious. Yeah, I would okay. say. Okay. Now, the next question would be, in that case, since y'all are in a gray area, fellas, listen up. Are your DMs open? <laughs> Oh, Lord, y'all finna get me in trouble. <laughs> you wanted the spice. I, so I, I did bring want it. that. I did want that. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... I don't know. Uh, I think they are open. Got it! But at this... Okay, let me ask y'all this. Okay. At what point, if you're not in a relationship... But y'all are kind of like, it's starting to feel more serious than just, oh, we're going on dates. Like, it's, it feels like it's progressing. At what point do you say, even though I haven't been asked to be exclusive, when do I start to set those boundaries within myself? Because I was always taught that you don't be, or don't be loyal to a single man. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's actually a good, good advice or not. And... I don't know. When do y'all think you should say, you know, I'm just going to focus on this one guy? Or should I keep dating until he brings it up and says, you know, I don't want you to date other people? Let me get my take first. Yes. Um, okay. So my, my thoughts is I feel like men will do only what you allow. So if okay. you set that, that standard, if you put yourself in a place of like where, okay, I'm only gonna allow you a certain to a certain place until you show me, hey, this is how you get to that next level. Then I think that's how a man will respond. But okay. if you keep if you if you allow men, you know, all the access in the world, of course, they're gonna take advantage of it, and they might not even respect you um, in the end as much. So my opinion, I would say you should allow him to show that he wants to step up to be in that place. If he okay. hasn't shown, because to me, I know a man knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. Is all this? Ah, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Nah, I don't, I don't even play around with that. A man knows what he wants, and he will show you that I'm serious. Because for me, when I was in the dating game, I knew, I knew what I want. And okay. when I went after it, it was no like, uh, maybe, maybe not. Nah, like if I'm pursuing you, I'm pursuing you, and I'm gonna show you that. So I think for you, I think 
it's like you have to that man should actually show you up front like hey okay i want to i want to be something more i want to do something more and have something more you know maybe on an exclusive level i want to hear your opinion and then I, I'm, I'm going to comment on that. Okay. So, Mike, I'm glad that you said all that you had to say because I was going to say something along those lines. But in all actuality, Autumn, I would say that that stuff really should have been established up front. Now, I don't know what you two have discussed, but, um, well, let me ask you this. Have you have you told him that you were looking to be a girlfriend or eventually a wife? Yeah. You told him that? Okay. Yeah. So, with that being established up front, um, like what Mike said, you know, guys know what we like we know what we want you know we know what we're looking for we know what we want to do when it comes to dating and we really hold the key to relationships like y'all do y'all Mm -hmm. are not really gonna ask us to be boyfriend and girlfriend you know we have to do it and i would say normally y'all not gonna pose but we talked about it in a previous episode how that's becoming more and more common these days i swear my future wife better not ask me (laughs) because man (laughs) Pull out that RDC World clip. We've been together so long, and I just wanted to know, will you marry me? Oh, my God. Bitch, why would you put me on a spot like that and challenge my manhood for everybody? Have you lost your damn mind? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> this nigga weak. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, yes. But, uh, yeah, like, if that's not discussed up front, then really a guy is going to do pretty much what you allow. And at this yeah. point, since you've already kind of talked about it up front, and, like, have you been throwing out hints or something? Like, have you kind of been letting it known that that is not what you want? Not even hints. I'm not subtle at all. Okay. I'm a, so, this is the thing. Our first date, we really talked about, like, what we're looking for. Mm. And he said he wants a relationship. Okay. And, you know, he's older than me. So, he's more so at the point in his life where he also feels like he doesn't, he wants to be careful getting into a relationship because he feels like the next relationship he's in, it's like serious, serious, yeah, you know? I want to be in a relationship. I've never been in a relationship before. I feel like, or as an adult. So I feel like we're in two completely different stages of our lives, but we kind of want similar things. Right. I do think now that we've been dating for like two and a half going on three months, mm-hmm. It's that weird gray area. He definitely knows where I stand. And sometimes I feel like I know where he stands. But at the same time, I also feel like, you know, he hasn't asked me. So it's like, I don't know. But just to be very candid and transparent, because that's what the podcast is for. Mm -hmm. I feel like part of the reason why it hasn't gone to that next level is because we've ran into like, a few different hiccups mm. which aren't terrible they're not bad things that we've gone through like kind of how i was saying earlier i feel like he's shown me a lot about myself that i need to work on mm. but i've also shown him a lot that he needs to work on right and i think we're both willing to work on them for the sake of the relationship and making it a, a healthy like happy whole relationship but it also doesn't feel right Mm. i would say 100 percent to get into a relationship when we're still working on things hey she said we were gonna get her in trouble i don't think we're getting her in trouble this time because everybody's on the bench nobody's in the game right now coach so you know what i'm saying right 
It's a couple mm-hmm. players and they asking coach, can I get in the game? But she's saying, she's not, saying not, not right, right now. now. Not right, right now. Right, right. So um, <laughs> if you don't mind us asking, and you could tell us if, if if this is too much, but what happened between you and old boy from last year? Yeah, I don't mind sharing. Um, well, he's blocked. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> made it to the list. Yeah, he made the, the list. Um, this is what happened. Basically... We had dated for a while after, and it was something where I felt like I was investing more into it than he was. And I think once I started feeling that, I should have immediately left. However, I was thinking there's no way something can go right for three months and then overnight it changes, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess I just was kind of holding on to something that wasn't there anymore. And his energy clearly was that of, he didn't respect me or like me like that. So after we ended things, he, of course, would, you know, hit me up. I miss you. I want to take you on a date. I want to do this. And to be quite honest, he made plans with me to go on dates and it never happened. He never followed up when the actual day came and he would always apologize like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, like, but maybe next week and then next week would come and then ghost right so I got to a point with that where I was like okay this guy is playing with me months later after not speaking for a couple months I'm thinking well he hit me up again and I fell for it (laughs) again and so he plans a date and I'm thinking you know I don't expect anything serious but I would I wouldn't mind sitting down and talking with him and Again, he goes ghost on the actual day. (laughs) So then a couple of days later, he hits me up and he says, hey, I just wanted to let you know that the reason why I ghosted you is because I asked someone to be my girlfriend. (laughs) Hold up. Mm. Wow. Wow is right. And I just was like, I had to cry a little bit. Like that was the first message I saw when I woke up. It really hurt my feelings. And it also just, I knew I was being played with, but it just made me realize like, okay, you think that you can come to me and clearly you have somebody serious in your life that you plan on committing to. So I'm assuming that he was coming to me when they would fight or when they, whenever he thought, oh, of her, he would hit me up and say, let's go out. And then they'd get back good. And then, oh, well, never mind, Right. Mm -hmm. And so after that, I just was like, well, that really hurts, but I wish you the best in your relationship. And then he was texting me like, well, we can still be friends and you can call me if you want to talk about it. And like, I'm always here for you. And then that's when I blocked him because I was like, I'm not going to be continuing a relationship or conversation with you that could be considered inappropriate when you have a girlfriend and Frankly, I think it's out of line to be saying, oh, we can be friends or let's talk about it or whatever. When you're in a a relationship now, like you should not be communicating with me. You know, we dated for six months. And from what I can gauge from that, I was a pretty important person in his life, just Mm -hmm. like he was in mine. So I think that was inappropriate. And I just blocked him after that because also I felt like it was disrespectful to me because I'm not the type of person to disrespect a relationship 
So he is blocked. And that is why. So when you say y'all was dating, y'all weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. Y'all would just talk? No, we were not boyfriend and girlfriend. And that's why I really don't like situationships. I feel like moving forward, if we're dating, I'm not going to allow myself to go there mentally um, with thinking things are so serious. It just it gets really complicated when you become a part of someone's life and you feel like, you know, you invite me everywhere with your friends or we spend all this time together. Like it feels like a relationship. Mm -hmm. You feel like everybody in their circle knows you or and you know is your friends with their friends and we're going on a, a trip and like it just feels a little more serious than it is so I think moving forward I'm gonna have a lot more boundaries in the dating stage like I don't know that I should be going on a trip with someone who's not yeah, my just boyfriend dating. Yeah, right that's you know like to me that meant oh this is for real yes yeah, it's, it's being taken as like serious like yeah because i'm not going on a trip with anybody i'm just dating in all honesty unless it's been to the point where i'm about to make her my girl or something like that yeah yeah and that's kind of what i thought too i mean i'm glad i went it was really fun <laughs> um and i i love his friends that was the other part of it is the girls who he introduced me to who were his friends girlfriends were amazing and still are and we still have a friendship and even his best friends are so cool and they still will message me and stuff on Instagram. And I really loved his friends. So that was like a really hard part of ending things with him is, dang, like, I really like his circle. Yeah. <laughs> I liked hanging out with them. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. That is true. Mm. And um Speaking of, I mean, I, I kind of want to take this detour because I meant to talk about this in, in, you know, the previous segment, but you have been traveling quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I remember shortly after we met um, and, you know, the last time we recorded, I mean, every time I looked at the gram and I was just scrolling, I was like, dang, Autumn's like on another <laughs> beach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> U.S. Virgin Islands, Costa Rica. And you even put up a vlog on your YouTube channel, like 17 women on a Costa Rica trip. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. How was that for you? <laughs> that was honestly the best trip. It was so fun. I thought going into it, I was a little nervous because, you know, 17 people, period. Um, it's a lot of energies mm -hmm. in one space. And then also on top of that, you know, you're not going to be best friends with everybody on That's the trip. True. So I was a little apprehensive but it ended up being the best trip, like one of the best trips I've ever been on in my entire life. It was so much fun. And you know what? Just watching your vlog, I can see that it was a lot of fun. Um, now, real quick, I, I only brought that up or I mainly brought that up now because I wanted to ask, were any of the, the women that you were talking about with this previous guy, were any of those girls that he might have introduced you to in that video? No, that was way before I met him. Oh, okay, okay. I just just wondering. Yeah. All right, cool. Um and then the second thing I was going to ask you was you know, as a content creator, I get vlogging, especially when you go on trips. I mean, it makes for great content. And I, I know that you or somebody in your video actually said like, you know, the content that we're about to get, like it was just going to be fun and it, it ended up being an amazing video. Made me want to book a flight to Costa Rica like ASAP and I because mm. I've never been. But um, how do you feel about people carrying like camera equipment and stuff like that to capture pretty much every moment on a trip to look back on versus 
just enjoying the trip without any of that equipment? I think you can do both. Um, I don't know what it is. Like, honestly, I think it's harder for me to be in the moment with vlogging, like, my day-to-day life. I actually really don't like vlogging Mm -hmm. day-to-day, but I love travel vlogging. And I don't know. I I think it's a mindset because I never felt like I wasn't present or, like, I was too focused on that. And also, like, sometimes vlogging, you can literally sit your camera down and then you're just doing whatever and it just captures whatever is going on. So, I don't know. It was fun. I think being around people who want to be on the camera, too, is important like if I was with people who weren't who were camera shy then it probably would have made me more aware of the fact that I'm taking all this content but honestly it was just kind of cool it was effortless honestly you made a very good point there when you said um like being around people who actually wanted to be on camera because I remember when you were on the plane I think it was I don't know if it was the first flight to Houston or the second flight to Costa Rica but you were uh, somebody in your video was like Oh, I can't wait to show y'all this ass because I've been working so hard on it and stuff like that. <laughs> My friend Morgan. So, yeah, I mean, it's just stuff like that. It's like that threw me off when I saw that. First of all, I'm like, I've never heard anybody say that in a That's vlog. That's why I put that I meme get it. in there. <laughs> I, missed, I missed that one. It was like a Nicki Minaj uh-huh. meme. She's like, uh, OK, child. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, yo, that threw me all the way off. And I'm like, wait a minute. But I mean, yeah, if she's been working hard on it. Like, why not? <laughs> yeah my friends are very entertaining i've that. noticed <laughs> i know a lot of times um it's rare to hear when girls say they actually have friends a lot of times i hear women say i don't have a lot of female friends boy so, i hear that a lot how does that work with you well i can understand that sentiment i think for me i'm very lucky because i was in the same basically the same schooling my whole life so I was in elementary school at a certain area. I met a lot of my friends through, I guess, even before um, elementary or maybe like kind of the same time. I went to the Boys and Girls Club in that area as well. And so a lot of my friends went to the Boys and Girls Club and I met them there. And then we all went to the same school. Then I got into the magnet program where I met some more of my friends, which started in fourth grade. So I was still pretty young. So the magnet program filtered into that same school. I went to elementary and then middle, then high school. Okay. So I've pretty much been around the same people my entire life. That's what's up. And most of my friends are lifelong friends. My friends in college I would say our story is a little different because we've been through a lot. I think that I was so used to my friends who I've known forever and we got all the petty stuff out the way as kids. So it was like dumb stuff. It was (laughs) it was stupid stuff that we would fight about. And we got that out the way in fifth grade. So meeting new girls in college and going through really crazy stuff together Um, some of the craziest stuff, honestly, that I've been through, we definitely fought a lot. We had a lot of growing to do. We had a lot of understanding to do. And, um, I've actually made some of my best friendships from college, which I'm happy I can say. I also lost my best friend in college as well, which was really hard. Um, so, I mean, I can understand that sentiment in the sense of I have... Like, 
I can count on one hand how many best, 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 best friends in the whole entire world that I have. But I do have a lot of great friends that I'm really happy that are in my circle. I can understand that. Now, when you say you don't have to go into too much detail if you don't want to, but when you say some of the crazy stuff you went through, name a story. Oh, Lord. <laughs> give, us, give, us, give us a good one. Back in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess so. I don't know if they're going to want want me to tell this. Tell a T, tell a T. I don't know if they'll care or not. But basically, we had went out to a bar. It was, a, a, I guess, like maybe five or six of us. And one of my friends was getting on my nerves that night. She knows who she is. And um, so anyways, I was ready to go home. And I lived down the street. And we were with some guy friends, and they were like, well, we're not going to let you walk by yourself. So we all decided we're going to leave. And, you know, that night, I wasn't really drinking like that, so I wasn't that lit. But my friends were drunk, and, um, you know, they were doing drunk things as we walked down the street. And they started twerking in the middle of the street. (laughs) And... Then some cars are actually trying to go down the street, so they're honking their horn, and my friends are just twerking in the street, holding up traffic. At a red light, twerking on them headlights? Oh. Yes. And one of my friends, I don't know why she did this, but because they're honking, she kicks their car. Oh. Yeah. Yikes. So, um, she kicked their car, and... You know, they got out the street. We keep walking. We thought that was it until the car spun the block. Uh, (laughs) And um, basically, it was two girls in there, and they wanted to fight. And um, I was like, I'm not about to fight strangers. Like, And I also wasn't involved. I'm like, I wasn't doing that. I didn't kick their car. I didn't do what y'all did to start this so I'm going home like my home is literally right there I'm about to just go home and my friend who was getting on my nerves who kicked the car she then starts cussing me out and is like you know you're I'm not gonna say it but you know basically saying I'm scared because I'm going home and I don't want to fight but I'm I don't care I'm not about to fight strangers I don't know they could have a gun they could have a knife they could have anything Smart thinking. I just don't think it's worth it. And also, I didn't start it, so I didn't need to finish it. And um, so I went home. But anyways, that was like one of the craziest nights because my friends fought them and they got pepper sprayed. And like one of my friends, I think her nose was broken. Oh, wow. It was like bad. Okay, I don't know if I want you to put the... No, I I don't think they'll care. I don't even think they'll listen to this. (laughs) It's so not like I'm going to make it an a, a Instagram clip or anything. but I'm screaming. He's going to make it an Instagram clip. <laughs> you but never yeah, know. Yeah, it was a crazy night. College was like the movies. I'll say that. I believe it. Man. <laughs> that's, that's wild. That is wild. I don't think I have any. Not, as a matter of fact, I know I don't have any college stories like that. Only one. I only have one. I think I told you about it, though. In PCB? I thought that was high school. No, not PCB, at, at FBSU. No, I don't think you've ever told me any FBSU stories. So basically, I almost got robbed, pretty much. Oh, oh my God. Robbed for, it was robbed for food. So for those of y'all that don't know, FBSU is a, it's a um, HBCU school, so it's an all-black school, predominantly black. And, uh, you know, I love my people, 
But sometimes when we all get together, at times we don't know how to act. We can be very ignorant. And we can. So uh, my dorm was right next to this. Um, it was right next to a Papa John's pizza. So it was just one random night. I'm hungry. So I'm going down there to get me something to eat. Papa John's was always popping. So it was always a long line. People were waiting for hours for get, just to get a pizza. And one night I went down there to get a pizza. And I'm on my way out. I'm on my way out. I'm walking. I've been waiting in line for hours. I'm like, man, I can't wait till I get in my room to get this pizza. <laughs> As I'm walking out, it was these group of guys, and I had to walk through them. Like, black people, we sometimes we can be very ignorant. They were be really stupid. You ain't lying. Like, they purposely <laughs> were standing there, like, so people had to walk through them. So I, I walked through these group of guys, and there's this dude. He literally, as I'm holding a pizza in my hand, he grabs the pizza, and he tries to snatch it out of my hand. Now, mind you, like I said, I've been waiting for hours in this line. I'm not about to give up this pizza like this. So I snatch it back, and I just keep walking. And I just hear I hear him say to his friends, he was like, the dude was like, yo, do you know that guy? He was like, no, nah, I don't know him. But he was like, I should have, excuse my French, he was like, I should have stuck his ass. So he's saying he should have he should have hit me for my own pizza I just bought. And pretty much they, I kept walking, and uh, he was like, you going to go get it? He was like, no, nah, I ain't worried about him, blah, blah, blah. So long story short, I left after that year. But it was just like, just with some pizza, like people were ready to fight. Like there were people who got held up at gunpoint too, just for like oh stuff like that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a pretty intense school. I love the experience, but yeah, nah, I should never be fearful. Of Yo, it. that is crazy. Cause yeah. in all honesty, I think it's a situation. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's worse now, but I think it's a situation where no offense, mm-hmm. But people know who to try and who not to try. Mm. I only say that because you are a smaller guy, mm. right? But I thank God you are okay. You never had to go through like, like they didn't try you like that. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like they didn't really try anything with you because, boy, Lord only knows if I had been in that situation and somebody was talking like that. How many guys were there? Uh, I was five of them. She, 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 she. Okay, never mind. Bro. I was about to say if it was three. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, if nah. it was three, I I probably would have done something. Just me personally, yeah. if if they really wanted that smoke and they you know were trying <laughs> to get buck, I can probably handle three. Or at least knock two of them out and maybe yeah. have to deal with the third person. I don't know. It wouldn't but have been five, worth it, bro. It, it wouldn't have been, but I'm just saying, like in 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 my experience, I've I've dealt with similar stuff to that, but mm-hmm. people knew not to try me. Yeah. I went to Georgia State and they were always Emails that we got with people being robbed on campus or off campus. Same. Either at gunpoint or knife point. Yeah. I have never been in that situation. Right hand to the sky. I've never been in that situation. Nobody has ever tried me. Nobody has ever tried to start a fight with me on campus. Nobody has ever tried to jump me on campus. Maybe I just have that look to where it's like, oh, we're not going to try him. He's a big dude, whatever. I don't know. But I've just I've never had to be in that situation, and I'm grateful for it. No, I'm fact. grateful that you that night chose not to fight over some dumb stuff that your friend did. I'm from Atlanta. <laughs> I already know how people get down. I'm not trying to lose my life over what kicking a car, and I get it, yeah. and it, it's it's not worth it. And I'm and glad nobody tried are, you over pizza. Are like. okay, but like I I they know how I feel about it. Like I think it was it could have been prevented. Yeah. 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 Typically, that's how it is. It <sighs> be prevented in some way. That's true. But I hope it was a lesson learned that night, though. You said somebody got their nose broken, or was it jaw? What did you say? I think I think it was their nose. It was definitely messed up. Oh, Lord. 
I I think it was broken. I don't remember. People, people, yo, take heed to everything that the stories that you just heard. <laughs> it ain't worth it, man. Um, fortunately, you know, we're all here able to tell stories unscathed. But uh, things could have gone way worse. Yeah. Um, for those of y'all who are in college now, it is definitely way worse. Um, I know I posted a video to my story uh, a few weeks ago on IG. Um, ATL Scoop shared a video of a crowd wilding out at GSU campus. Georgia, yo, like GSU, y'all have gotten wild. Like these kids just don't care. Like there was this one, I think it was a woman uh, trying to drive down the street by campus. And like you said before, like you've seen Georgia State campus. It's in the city. Yeah. There were people spinning out, doing donuts in the middle of the street, blocking traffic in Atlanta. Um, and there was another woman trying to get through the traffic. And there was a crowd of people surrounding her car. Somebody actually jumped onto her, her uh, the hood of the car, kicked her windshield, smashed the ah. windshield, jumped on the roof of her car, was jumping up and down, stomping it, kind of caved the roof in. And I think whoever was filming it, somebody like looked into the car and showed the person. I couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman because he or she was covering his or her face in shock and disbelief. Like, you don't know what this person went through to get that car. That's horrible. And you're just going to vandalize. Like, there was a crowd of people around the car not letting this person drive through. And so I saw so many people in the comments on ATL Scoop talking about, yo, that day I would have put people on T-shirts. Because I would have mowed, I would have mowed the crowd over or ask. something like that. Yeah, is that person would that person have been wrong for doing that, driving through the crowd? I think so. They're, they're, and, I and, do think so. In, in a so? situation like that, like it, it is like there are some people who, yeah, that, not everybody vandalized this person's car, and I get that. So, would they really be justified in running people over? In in that aspect, maybe not, but. The but person if, who did it. If you fear for your life, though. I mean, yeah, it's it's tough. So many people think that it would have been fine. I think that it, the person would have been somewhat justified if they did something to where somebody got hurt. It's like, yo, like, again, you don't know what this person did. Granted, it's it's a material object that can be replaced. And a life cannot be replaced, no matter how dumb somebody might have been to do whatever they did to your material possession. But I get what you're saying. Like, you... I, I get what you're saying. I don't know. Me personally, I feel like two wrongs don't make a right. But but it makes us even. You stupid. If you were in the car. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'd be terrified. So what you going to just sit there though? And like you sitting down, your roof coming in because they I'm jumping gonna on. I'm not going to sit in there. Yo, you going to get out? Probably. This person couldn't get out. Like literally there were people. And I'll, I'll post a video for those of y'all who have not seen it. And I'll definitely share it with y'all. But. This person looked like they could not get out the car. I'd be terrified. There were terrified. people all around. And that's why I think the person had their hands over their face because they were in such shock and disbelief and probably filled with terror because it's like, what the heck is going on? They might have been crying. Right. Why? All because people wanted to act stupid in the streets. You got people doing donuts down the block. You got people just all around in the streets like it's a it's parade inside my city. Yeah, like everybody, you know what I'm saying? We, we know the line. I ain't gonna lie, I'm burning rubber. I'm burning rubber and I'm probably going side to side to try to get them to move out the way a little bit and hopefully maybe I can get a little way and then eventually hey, I might have to go. Somebody toes getting ran over in that situation. I would try my best not to hit somebody, but I'm gonna ease my way up. When like, you see this video, you're gonna see how, how difficult it was for that person to do that. 
I'm telling you now. Cause That's I know some terrible. of these kids, they'll they'll do something stupid because it's such a crowd of people, and they be like, "Oh, nobody not gonna notice me," so they will like do something as far as to your car go that could put your life in danger. Matter of fact, I'm I'm gonna show y'all. Y'all stay tuned. <laughs> Because they ain't about to pay for none of this. No, they're not. But I wouldn't. And neither is insurance, because technically it's not an accident. Nope. Oh, my God. Damn. It's horrible. GSU done got so bad, man. It's a parade inside my city, yeah. That's what they said. Sheesh. I hope they got that fixed. I hope that. I hope so, too. Thank you. Shaking my head. That's horrible. Man, you know kids don't care, man. Especially when they're in college, they're having fun. They ain't really thinking about that. I was never like that. I mean, I, I, granted, we're all, like, we're not the average kids in college or when we were in college, but he would just be doing stupid stuff, man. Was I the average kid? You were a weirdo. Probably was. You've been a weirdo since high school. And then I glowed up. And then I glowed up. Yeah, that's, that's when I became. That's, the, that's debatable. And that's when I just, you know, I became him. Bruh. <laughs> I let me stop. So you go, you gonna steal my swag? I'm him at the okay. No, you're not. Now you just gotta have confidence in yourself. Always. I, in high school, I didn't. So yeah, y'all, y'all got the gist of that. I mean, it's it's crazy. You know, it's it's wild how some of us act, um, especially you know the younger generation. I mean, like I just said, we we all have college stories that we can share, but. To that extent, yo, that's wild. Yeah. Very disrespectful. I could have never been involved in anything like that. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's, I mean, I've heard it starts at home. Of course, I feel like it does start at home. But it's like, are these parents either not teaching their kids enough or are they sheltering them too much so that by the time they get a taste of freedom in college, they wilding out? Mm. I don't know. (laughs) A little bit of both. I think it's a little bit of both. I think you get sheltered to a point where when you get out there, it's like, man, I can kind of be out here with people that honestly may influence you in a bad way. But it's also is like um, when you're, well, I said shelter too much. You said shelter too much or what else? Either either not really taught at home. Like if you have, you know, uh, parents in the household who want to, you know, who are supposed to raise you, like the parents are not really raising these kids mm-hmm. or they're, I guess, raising them 
too much or too well to the point mm-hmm. to where they're keeping them sheltered. Like they're not letting them out. They're not letting them outside. They're not letting them do stuff that kids should do. Yeah. And so that when they get to college, they have a taste of freedom, like real freedom where their parents are not being able to shelter them because they're not living with their parents. They might be living in campus or yeah. might be, you know, living with some roommates elsewhere. Yeah. And they just wild out because they have that sense of freedom. Probably. I definitely can see that. I mean, GS, I mean, that's Georgia State, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about it, bro. You're outside, like you're mingling with too. It's probably some locals out there too that that's probably out there just as much mm-hmm. as them. So it's I don't know. Yeah, but that's that's just like a recipe for disaster as far as that goes. So I don't know. And don't get me wrong, yo, I love that school, man. I had some great memories at Georgia State. But of course. What is going on with y'all right now? Look at the generation, bro. Ain't no surprise. Come on now. <sighs> pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. Of course. But I had a question, though, too, for uh, Miss Autumn. You made mm-hmm. me think of it. So going back to, you know, we were talking about college, but now going back to high school, uh, how was your, we were talking about confidence. How was your confidence level back in high school? It was on 10. Why was okay. it on 10? Well, I was always the kid who, honestly, I I have always been reluctant to use the word been bullied, but it's the truth. Like, Literally, since I was a little baby, I remember my first friend used to beat me up. Really? Yeah. And um, that was when I was like a toddler. She would punch me and stuff. And like, it w- yeah, I remember that. And growing up, I would always get teased and made fun of. And I just decided I think that I'm cool. <laughs> so I don't really care what y'all think. And that kind of started for me, honestly, like in fourth grade when I went to Kittredge. And it was like people saw that they didn't phase me and they started joining the wave. And that continued on into middle school. I remember some girls were like, oh, why are you wearing camo or something? Like camouflage is lame. And then I made it a thing like, okay, bet. Every Monday, I'm going to wear camouflage and I'm going to make everybody in the school do it. And there's a picture. If I can find it, I'll send it to y'all. But it's on my Facebook. And it's like the whole grade wearing camouflage. Hey, that's lit. I like that. Being a flow. Yeah. Like, I just always had that motivation of like, okay, bet. You think this is lame? I'm going to make everybody do it. That's hard. I love that. She said on Mondays, we wear camo. Forget wearing pink on Wednesdays. Uh, I'm going to show y'all something. (laughs) Right? I feel that though. I think I had the same kind of. Well, mine's came a little bit later, but it yeah, because I used to school. take your lunch money, so you wasn't that guy back then. I don't know about that, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> but I definitely had a moment where I was like, I had to build a confidence in myself, man. I had got embarrassed in like you know when the we used to let out for the buses, everybody would come out, mm. and I remember walking past these two girls, and one of these girls they roasted me. She was like, "Ill girl, he's ugly," and it just was like. <laughs> I had a moment of like, man, I could either go by what this person is saying about me or I can have a confidence in myself. And luckily I took that that space of having a confidence in myself that, you know, I, I, that. I carry with me because I think that if you go around, a lot of times people be like, oh, man, you're very handsome. But they don't realize, bro, it's like internal. I think I'm handsome first before anybody mm-hmm. else thinks I'm mm-hmm. handsome. So it's like I feel like if I carried that other confidence that that girl told me, that said about me, like. I feel like I would be ugly if I believed in that. Yeah. And I really yeah. walk around like that. So I think it's important. So I, I definitely can relate to you on that and what you mean by that. 
I hey, agree. That's why I said a few episodes ago, man. What? <laughs> I am him. This guy. Hemi <laughs> Neutron. It's something between like, <laughs> Hendrix. We don't, we don't want you to be Hemi, Hemi, Hemi Turner. All right. Ladies. Wasn't walking around with a burner. Don't be delusional, okay? All right. <laughs> but, but nah, fellas, though, too, be confident in yourself. That's something I've definitely learned that is attractive to women. I mean, I think you can kind of give your take on it, but I believe confidence yeah. is key, right? I think so. I think for both sexes, honestly, like, being confident just honestly serves you in this life. Knowing how to trust yourself and just be sure of your decisions is very important. And having respect for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Because I've seen some brothers, man, they go up to some women and I ain't comparing, but I'll be like, I know I look better than you. Right. But I'm telling you, they will bag some of the most beautiful women just because they have confidence. And I'll be looking wow. like, listen. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. If he got you, listen. I know I can get you. Listen. I'm just saying. But then again, though, sometimes your confidence may not be at where his at. He might get further. Either that or that, that his game might be that cold. You know That's what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. a lot of these brothers, and, and and this is not a knock to any guy, any guy out there, but it's like props to y'all. Y'all may not be the best looking men out there, but... A lot of these brothers figure out a way to make up for it. I've seen it. Yeah. Looks aren't everything. Mm. They're not. I try to tell people that, but they don't believe me. So I'm him. But I'm not going to go down that road again. Uh, <laughs> fellas, like for real, confidence is is very key. Like y'all have to take notes from some of these other brothers out there. If you lack in the um, looks department, make sure you got a cold mouthpiece, man. And I'm not talking about... Just running up on women and just spitting game because a lot of women nowadays they can they can tell game and um they'll tell if you, you know you're trying to run game on them and they ain't here for it. I'm sure Autumn, you can attest to that, especially when we talked about how your DMs are nowadays. I'm screaming, which I still can't get over that video. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, see the last episode. But um, yeah, man, y'all y'all gotta make up for it in certain other areas. So, so that makes me think, you know, Autumn, how. For some of these fellas out here that might be watching that, that might think they got a chance with you. How how do they need to approach you? Or do they need to have some game? Do they need to have some confidence? I know you said Definitely confidence. Um, I maybe, I don't know, like try to get to know me a little bit. Like ask me, what's my name? <laughs> how old are you? You know, I don't know. It just depends, like, whatever's natural. Make a little bit of conversation. See how the conversation goes. You might talk to me for five minutes and be like, I don't want to take her on a date. Or you might be like, I want to take her on a date. But talk to me. Make some conversation and then ask. Mm -hmm. I feel like when people just kind of get straight to the point, like, oh, I would love to take you out. It's like... Just based off appearance. I'm going to judge like you. I'm going to look at you and judge you that way. Yeah. You give yourself more of a shot if you talk. And I'm like, mm, okay, like he's a he's a decent guy. Like mm-hmm. maybe I should explore this. So that would be my tip. Start a conversation. Fellas, y'all heard it right here. Okay. She's giving <laughs> y'all the free game. Okay. Uh, understand that this is not something that is normal because a lot of times you got to find it out on your own. But she's literally giving you the keys right now. So yes. with that being said, Autumn, I know I've asked you this uh, back in episode 28, uh, but are your DMs open? 
Um, they are open to the right people. <laughs> okay, I dig They're that. They're not open to everyone. I dig that. Uh, follow up to that. Would you prefer somebody sliding into your DMs and wanting to get to know you that way? Or would you prefer to meet them in person and trying to see where things go of an in-person conversation? I think if I know them already, then, yeah, they can slide in my DMs and, you know, Maybe it's a couple of DMs before they actually like go to the phone or if they have my number, they can just hit me up. But I do prefer to meet people organically. I like to meet people when I'm out. I've met some of the best people just at an event or uh, hey yo, <laughs> at an event or a party or through a friend of a friend. So I think that for me, those those interactions last longer in my mind. DMs, it's like, OK, like. You know, words don't really mean that much to me. They're just kind of fun in the moment. So I do think transitioning out of that as quick as possible yeah. is a smart decision. Now, mm. does the guy have to make the first move or like are you going after something that you want to? Yeah, he has to make the first move. I just reciprocate energy. Mm -hmm. So like... I'll, I definitely don't think there's a question as to whether I'm interested. So to me, it's like, okay, well, the ball is in your court. Mm -hmm. Like, clearly I'm showing interest. So are you going to ask for my number, ask me on a date? That's on you. Now, what does showing interest look like, though, to you? It means telling the person, like, you look really handsome or, I don't know, to me, like a heart or heart eyes or just flirting. Mm-hmm. Flirting to me is showing interest. If I don't have interest, I will tell you. But if I wasn't the type of person that I am, also, I just would be dry or just not respond. So I feel like it's pretty clear when I'm not interested. Yeah. Yo, because nowadays it seems pretty tough to even tell if a girl's interested in a guy. Because I've heard this from other women before. Not saying I have heard it from you, but I've heard it from other women talking about how if they want to flirt with a guy nowadays, they'll, they might like, like his story or they might double tap on a picture, not necessarily slide in DMs or, or like say anything in person to a guy, but mm -hmm. them shooting their shot is just liking part of your story. And yeah. it's like, what? I think this is something recent I've been doing is this whole reciprocating energy and like being authentic in myself and mm. how I genuinely feel and just also having more fun, not being so serious. But I think that when women are like so afraid to show their feelings or that they like a guy that comes from a really hurt place, an unhealed place. Mm. And I think it's actually very attractive and very feminine to show like, no, I, I do like you. I am interested in you. You look really handsome. Like, I don't know. You're making me blush. Like saying, I don't know, saying different things to where a guy genuinely can tell you like him. I don't think that's a bad thing. No, not at all. I don't think so either. Because we, we like that. We like knowing that, you know, we're not in this by ourselves. Like, if mm -hmm. we like you and we are showing interest in you, reciprocate that energy. Like, yeah. say something. Let it be known. Otherwise, it's like, uh, is she feeling me or not? Should I move on? Should yeah. I talk to her friend? Like, whatever the case may be. I mean, it happens. Like, if we shoot our shot with you and you're not showing us that energy, Maybe your girl's looking at me and it's like, okay, well, I kind of get the vibes from her. Let me talk to her. Mm -hmm. And same with guys. Because I do think some guys might think they're shooting their shot, but it doesn't translate. Makes sense. It's, it's a 
this whole like talking and trying to figure out this dating stuff it's like it's very it can be complicated at times i'm noticing it's complicated yeah man uh like i said before i'm tired of being in these streets <laughs> you feel me i'm ready to get out no nah, i mean like I, i'm focused but uh at the same time i would love to get away from these streets man it, the dating scene is hard out here um i mean and nothing worth having is easy i will mm-hmm. say that so I don't mind the challenge. I know we've talked about this before we started uh, pressing record and so uh, and stuff like that. But uh, I pursue, I court, I don't chase. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think of the word chase, I think of something running away from me, and I have to keep chasing to get that person. And I'm not chasing a woman. I, I'm chasing my dreams. But even you know, it's me saying I'm chasing my dreams, like my dreams are running away. But no, I, I gotta, I gotta pursue my dreams before I really want to pursue a woman. So I'm cool being in the streets for now. I'm outside with it this summer. Yeah. But you know what I mean. <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna make sure that uh, these dreams are fulfilled. And uh, yeah, we we gotta be. You know, we're, we're gonna be rubbing some uh, shoulders and rubbing elbows with. You know, some people in a podcasting space this weekend. Of course, when this episode airs, it's going to pass. But uh, that's that's something we need to do. And then we'll be on that stage eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I want for it's us. It's coming. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think I said this in the previous episode, but I, I heard somebody say the right woman will catch you in motion. So I think you should have something going for yourself because, like you said, it's, it's easy to get distracted by dating if you're not really on your stuff because it can throw you off. But... I think when you're actively pursuing your purpose, you know, you'll, you'll come across some people that, okay, I, I can vibe with you. I can make this work. So Right. That's why I know I, I, I had to give up on you-know-who. I mean, I'm still not giving up, but. I understand. But it's a know. lot of you-know-who's in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. I mean, side, listen, uh-huh. hey, check this out. We, we've, we uh, came up with nicknames for people, so we don't have to say you-know-who's, but. I forgot the nicknames because we don't really talk about them that much. Um, while we're recording anyway. When we're not recording, I can say names, no problem. But uh, he knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It, it's a, it's a never-ending conversation, put it that way. Mm. To where, like, in a perfect world, we would be an item. Mm. Is it the same girl from last, last year? Nope. Okay, interesting. The way things ended... Uh, we just weren't um, vibing romantically, pretty much. Like, you know, and this was somebody who was someone I actually wanted for a while. And I was shocked when she told me how she felt about me. And, you know, we started going on dates and stuff. And I was like, wow, like, I, I thought about this. Like, I wanted this. And then things just weren't clicking. Mm. It'd be like that sometimes. It's okay. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing um, wrong with that. So I've really just been in a place to where I want to build friendships with any woman that I'm interested in pursuing. Um, I want to build a friendship first. Uh, I want to have a sort of foundation. I want to have a foundation with her um, because if we don't have a foundation, if we just go straight into dating, I think we could be setting ourselves up for failure. And um, I mean, that's just my thought process because I've been through it before. And I don't want that to happen again. Like, I really want to look at my woman as, you know, my best friend, especially if I'm dating for marriage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Yeah. That's that biggest key is finding that that best friend Boy. aspect. Of yeah. It. I'm learning that's, that's very important. So. Yeah. I didn't have nothing after that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I mean, that's pretty profound, man. And I get it. Um, 
it's it's hard to find, but like you said, man, I think that while we're on the grind, while I'm on my purpose, I think that uh she'll be revealed. And no matter who I look at, no matter who I'm trying to talk to, um, I mean Mike, you 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 know me, man. Anytime I even see a beautiful woman and I'm like, yo, she's fine, she's cute, whatever the case may be, I don't stop and talk to her because I know I have something I need to accomplish. I, I can't be sidetracked. That's not to say that I haven't been going on dates. I mean, I, I do go out every once in a while. I do like the company of a woman. I mean, it's it's cool. We chilling, you know, we go out on dates, we hang out, we have a good time. I like that. But I still haven't found someone who I could sit who I could consider potentially being my wife and wanting to pursue something further with. Even when you and I talked to Autumn about somebody who I was interested in, um, I don't know her. I just, you know, went off of looks and I, I don't know. We may hit it off. We may not. We may even never meet. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. So That's true. Closed mouths do not get fed. I don't know why I just thought about this. Do you feel like, Autumn, you, do you feel like you're more in like, you ever heard of the term masculine and feminine energy? Mm -hmm. Which one do you feel like you're more in right now? Right now I'm in my feminine Okay. Yeah, for sure. Because I know that's oftentimes, um, when it comes to relationships, I know that's sometimes something hard to navigate through, but mm -hmm. um, I like that you said you're in your feminine energy, though. Do you think that, I know you have a lot of times women like, oh, man, I don't really need a man for nothing, or I can take care of this myself. Like, how do you navigate that and then still being in your feminine energy because I think that that's important as far as having a man lead you. Because if you feel mm -hmm. like you're masculine, you the one leading. I need a man. Mm. Just not right now. But eventually, like, my dream for myself is generational wealth and empire. I want to be in a relationship where we can be a power couple. Yeah. And I do need a man for that. Yeah. I need a marriage for that. I need kids for that. I, You know, like, that is a bigger vision for myself. I think that I am, like, currently in a space of being independent, but not to where I'm, like, pushing men away or not allowing men to feel valuable because I do think men feel valuable when they can contribute to your life. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I'm just kind of in my energy of allowing receiving but also being intentional with that like I'm not taking just anything anybody has to offer me mm -hmm. I want it to be again genuine that's my buzzword for today but I want it to be authentic I don't want to waste anyone's time especially not my own and I don't believe in accepting you know energy or gifts or whatever the case may be from someone who I don't see a future with mm -hmm. so in that sense I don't need a man but long term, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I think that's real. Me too. Yeah. So, Autumn, real quick before we end, uh, I know we do have to get out of here, but something that's been on my mind, I know the last time we had you on the show, we talked about, you know, you being in a group mm -hmm. and, you know, what kind of happened to where y'all went your separate ways and you picked up a solo career. But yeah. I noticed last year after we talked to you, <laughs> you reunited with your group mates and yes, did a photo shoot i did it how was, was that it was so fun i haven't seen them since i was in high school like a junior in high school and it was so interesting to see the way that they look now the way that they act now the people they've become it's 
interesting because it's not what I would have expected, but it makes so much sense. And I just love seeing the adults that they have turned into, blossomed into. So it was really cool to reconnect with them. I like that. That was beautiful to see. And I remember when we spoke to you before and you told us about We Are Charm, I actually went back and looked at some of your old videos that I found (laughs) on YouTube. And I was like, wow, look at a young Autumn. It's crazy. And then to see the evolution from that point to y'all being adults. Yeah. Like night and day, man. Yeah. Shout out to Youngin' with the Cannon. Um it was his idea honestly Mm -hmm. he put everything together and we all met up and it was it turned out really great shade room teens shout out to them for reposting and we got so much love from that shoot and i guess a lot of people have nostalgia and and miss charm so we love y'all and thanks for the support there you have it so hey this has been another successful episode thank you so so much for tuning in facts facts uh um only thing I really got to say is, uh, fellas, I hope that y'all have took heed. Um, I think she definitely edited some people out uh, who, who doesn't re- meet requirements. You just wanted to say the word edit. I had to. I think that was just so good, man. I ain't never heard of that one before. So, <laughs> I, so I had to just use that one in some way. But other than that, that's it, man, for me. I love y'all. So, yeah, definitely. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another fantastic episode. Um, Autumn, it's been a pleasure having you sitting here with us. Thank you. For part one and part two. Like, it is, yo, I I can't thank you enough for real for coming through and blessing us with your presence. It truly has been a gift. Thank you so much. Most definitely. We love your energy. We love the vibes. Um, We love how genuine you are as a person. Uh, We love your talent, of course. And real quick, before we get out of here, we got to have you sing a little something for the people. Um, you know, cause some people out there may not know who you are, but they, they need to know. Mm-hmm. So we got to put you on the spot again. Okay. So Autumn, what do you have for us today? I can sing y'all a little snippet of my song, Skin to Skin, my new single. So yeah. Um, out now, by the way. So y'all yes, go ahead and stream that on all platforms. Yes. Run it up. Okay. Y'all ready? Yes. Feel it in the way you move, so hypnotizing. Uh. Boy, I got a crush on you, don't wanna hide it. <laughs> With you, I can't breathe. Don't know what you're doing, but I can't speak. I get so damn weak, all up in my knees. Running, running circles, getting dizzy. I think we should be to skin. I keep picturing us, lips to lips. I can feel your touch. Then in, addicted to the bush. To skin. Oh. Hey. Let's go. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to you, Autumn. Real quick, let the people know where they can find you. Y'all can find me anywhere that you could possibly 
possibly be found at they fall the number four autumn spelled a u t u m n y'all need to learn how to spell autumn <laughs> and um also you can find me on all streaming platforms at autumn jeanette my first name and then jeanette is spelled j-e-a-n-n-e-t-t-e there you have it you like that Straight like that. Thank you for that as well. Most definitely, because I, I know we, we like to put you on the spot, you know, when it comes to the singing, but it, it honestly sounds so much better with this equipment. It does. Now, the last time, it, it, it sounded great, but it sounds... It sounds good. Amazing. Hey. Like, this is studio quality <laughs> right does, here, so I does. like that. I like that. You want me to sing next? No. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm gonna have Ladies and gentlemen, you already know how to find <laughs> us. You can find us online, every single platform at Residual Impact. I sing lately by time. On Instagram, you can find us at Residual Impact and right. Residual Impact Podcast, which Residual Impact Podcast is our main <sighs> Instagram. Okay. And one good thing that I'm grateful for with this equipment is I can mute his mic. So <laughs> I have that power. He does not. You can't hear him right now, but that's quite all right. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Residual Impact Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Geo. And of course, you can find me on Instagram at Brandon.geo. Mike, where can they find you? Sweet lady. You can find him at J underscore Mike Moore. And I'm not paying him any attention right now. And you shouldn't either. Uh, so with that being said, you know we cannot leave without saying where you are today. Just call is a residual outcome of the thoughts you had in the past. <laughs> Straight like that. Till next time. Y'all go cop that single. It's out now everywhere. Spotify. Uh, all that. All right? Love y'all. Stop the cap. Peace. <laughs> I can lip sync. Bye, y'all. <laughs>